0: game left in the regular season the Jays can't do much more than what they've what they've done these past two days it would have been nice to squeeze out an extra win against the New York Yankees maybe the standings would look a little different but as it is right now the Yankees lost today badly uh, they they may be forced to go with Garrett Cole tomorrow the Boston Red Sox are leading the Washington Nationals 1-0 Tanner Houck had a perfect game going and was taken out of the game uh, Kevin Barker, the Jays one ten one. The bullpen is rested, maybe better rested than it's been at any point in the past six weeks. The bullpen is rested. George Springer is on fire. You talked Kevin before the start of the game about how you needed to see the top of the order and the middle of the lineup come through that it. That it couldn't all be on the the seven, eight, and nine guys. Last night. The top of the order was three for 20. They had three hits in the first inning today, two of them home runs. The big boys showed up. The big boys brought their bats. And the big dude on the mound was simply, simply overwhelming.
1: Yeah, well, let's start with the lineup. You, you mentioned uh, Springer's on fire. You know, I said this a couple of days ago. You see separation in his swing. When the front foot hits the ground, there's a little a little bit of that half a second where it hits the ground. He's in an athletic position and allows him to throw his hands. He can hit against that firm front side. That'll tell you his timing's better and he's looking healthier. That's a huge deal if you're a Blue Jays fan. Uh, you mentioned Blatty. For me, I know Blatty hit a home run off a terrible pitch. You never, ever, ever Ever, if you're left-handed, throw Vladimir Guerrero Jr., an O-O change changeup middle end. That's the dumbest pitch in the world, especially this time of the year when he's having the issues he's having with a little bit of bad speed. Looks like sort of he's swinging underwater. Looks to me like he's cheating a little bit more than he has earlier in the season. He's hitting on his heels a little bit too much. That that allows him not to have a, as consistent length to his, as, to his barrel that he needs to drive baseballs. Think that right center gap, but... Look, it's Vladimir Guerrero Jr. He does special things. Teoscar Hernandez is sort of the same way. He got an outside fastball. He pulled it. That's a huge deal. He, too, is one of those guys that's look like he's running out of steam a little bit, right? It's the, the physical demand of the of the marathon, which is the 162-game season. You're starting to see that. And on top of that, you're seeing the, the mental drain of the of the playoff run. And, you know, it's just nice to see Teoscar, Vladdy. George Springer, Bo Bichette, how about that? The flow of the hair, you know. If you're, I was thinking about this, Jeff, when I watched Louis Rivera. Louis Rivera's the third base coach for the Toronto Blue Jays. All the home runs they've hit, if you've noticed, every time one of those home run hitters run by him, it's like. He has a little sign that he gives. Just think about how many times he's done that. The Teo salute, mm-hmm. right? He does that kind of thing. The Jansen slap, the fake slap mm-hmm. that he tries to give him. The Vladdy, shh! How dare you talk about me? I'm really good. The bow hair flip. Look how cool I am. And the Springer hammer, right? He throws the hammer down with the knuckles thing. It's just pretty cool to see, you know, the the, the coach get involved in, in this young team. It's energetic. It's a lot of fun to watch. And if I told you when, the, when they started their season in Dunedin and the wind was blowing and they were being booed by Tampa Bay Rays fans, that they'd have a chance the last day of the season to go where they ultimately want to go, you'd call me crazy. But we're here and we're having a lot of fun talking about it.
0: There we are. Uh, we are indeed here. We are having fun talking about it. We hope you will join us as well. The numbers are 416-870-0590, star 590, one I throw out a question to get the conversation going on social media. Very simply, of all the things that have happened this Blue Jay season, and Kevin Barker, I'll ask you this question. How much of a surprise has the emergence of Alec Manoa been? And and Alec Manoa was the first was a high draft pick we know all about Alec Manoa's background, all about his pedigree. But Kevin, right now, right now, I you know I, I I'm not convinced. I'm almost at the point where he has to pitch a post in a, if I make a postseason series, he has to pitch. I mean he's not I'm not sitting there saying you're gonna pitch by uh by elimination. He has to pitch. And I was thinking about what it must have been like today for him. Now he came out, had good rhythm early, was dominating. Then you have Chris Guccione, the umpire, leave <laughs> because of a, a, a and we trust that he's okay in issue with let's his hope heart so, rate. Yeah. yeah let's hope um so. but but man, this kid in a big start, big crowd, second last game of the season. Now he's got a 29-minute break between, basically a half hour between pitches, because he's got to wait for the umpire. Yeah, to, to, that situation to get settled around, and then he comes out, and you know,
1: it, it's like it, it, it's it's like it didn't matter. Well, he hit, he hits Hayes with the first pitch, and that that for me, I, I know he didn't do it on purpose, but that sort of said, don't don't dig in on me. You know, I've been I've been mm-hmm. sitting over there for a little while. You know, you never know. That's a little bit more uncomfortable at bat. And you said something about his rhythm and timing. He was for me a little bit more deliberate. You could tell he was breathing a little bit more. He was a little bit more centered on the mound. You could tell he was fighting something earlier with the release point of the mm-hmm. of the slider. Uh, you know, the slider for me morphed into another pitch today he he had the change of pace one with the 70 mile an hour uh, the one that he could throw whenever basically he wanted to throw it he had the 12 six one that i it's rare that you ever see that one and then he had the hard late two seven breaking one that he could eliminate hitters with it's you know when, when you see him sort of be able to throw those three whenever he wants to throw them and he's got whatever the deception and the late giddy up the sneaky cheese that he's got, you know, it's all—it's. I, I guess he had a. Tabby was talking about it. He has a little bit of an extra gear today, ninety-four, ninety-five. But you could tell hitters were really late on it. But like they're—they have a real tough time picking it up. It—it it, it gets on them real quick. And you know, for for me, I'm with you. He's basically when it comes push to shove, he's eliminated Ryu in a playoff game. That, that's really what he's done for oh, me. They're, 100%. They're, without yeah, question. there's three starters on this team that I want to go when it matters the most, and Ryu's not one of them, and Alec Mano is.
0: I, I got to tell you this. I'll take it a step farther. I'll take it a step farther. I think there's a real chance. We don't want to get ahead of ourselves. I think there's a real chance Yunjin Ryu doesn't make the postseason roster.
1: Yeah, well, that's a great. You know, point. certainly
0: for the first year. I mean, I'm taking Steve. I don't know about you. I'm taking Stephen Mats.
1: Okay, let's let's just be honest. Would you really want Ryu pitching against the Rays? Absolutely no. not. So, yeah, I'm with yeah. you. That's not that, that wouldn't be a shock just at me. all. That's me.
0: And and I don't know how you would. I mean, I don't know how the hell you'd. Well, yeah. Let's see. Let's see what tomorrow brings. Young Jim Ryu is scheduled to start tomorrow.
1: Petey's a pretty good salesman. He would. He would. You know. He, he would break it to him as softly as he possibly can.
0: Well, it would be the second time in his career that he's been left off a postseason roster by a team. The Dodgers left him off the postseason roster, I think it was 2017, uh, because he just wasn't he, he wasn't effective. And and it came down to uh, Dave, Dave Roberts had to make a decision between him and Kenta Maeda. Uh, to go into the bullpen and he picked my Aiden now again we're getting ahead of ourselves again the sure. Jays are not in the playoffs yet they're not in the playoffs at all but if you're cheering for chaos you're getting chaos the Rays absolutely seemed to have zeroed in on the on the uh New York Yankees and I was listening to a little bit of the broadcast the Yankees broadcast they were chanting fire Boone uh <laughs> they were it was audible they were chanting so fire it's Boon. so it's
1: so it's Aaron Boone's fault that Jordan Montgomery can't throw a breaking ball. That's not a cement mixer. So
0: as I said, if you're a Jays fan, this is kind of, yeah. The, the, The only thing that could be better than this is you have the wild card spot wrapped up now. Given all that has happened to this team this year, given everything they've gone through, to be going into the final game of the season knowing that if you win, you still got a chance. Like that's kind of what you play for. It's kind of what you play for. Yeah,
1: yeah. You, you know what? You know what this ten to one uh, win does too, Jeff. You you mentioned it about the bullpen. It say just hypothetically saying, say Ryu could go three innings tomorrow, three innings. So say just say mm-hmm. that 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 you trust him to go three innings. It's Robbie Ray's day to pitch tomorrow. A bullpen. If you wanted yeah. to, you could bring Robbie Ray in for an sure inning. Sure, you could. And sure then you could. could bring then you could bring in Adam Simber. You could bring in Julian Merriweather. You could bring in Trevor Richards. You could bring in Nate Pearson. You could bring in Tim Mesa, You could bring in Jordan Romano. Like you got every single arm to take care of every single inning. So that's why for me we were talking about the Ryu thing and do you really want him starting when it matters? Well, you, you could start him, but he could kind of be like an opener to everybody else. 416-870-0590,
0: 416-870-0590, star 590, 1-AAA-666-0590. The Jays beat the Baltimore Orioles 10-1. First pitch tomorrow is at it 3.07. It's 3.07 Eastern across Major League Baseball. Every time zone, first pitch will be at or around the same time, around 3 o'clock Eastern time. And it is going to be quite a final day of the regular season because as we stand right now, there are four teams bidding for two spots, and there is all sorts of chaos that could be. I mean, this could be changing literally. This could be changing inning to inning. It would be fun to have somebody keep adjusting the standings in real time. That's yeah, where we could be.
1: I can't wait for Jeff Blair to go on Blair and Barker and try to try to explain I, that to everybody.
0: I, I will be on – Social media, and I trust Arden Swelling, Ben Nicholson Smith, Shy Davidi, Dan Shulman. I trust them all to do the work for me. And I am not listen. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I'm not ashamed to admit it. Dan and Ajax, you want to talk about the bullpen, and I'll I'll give you that. But I, I just want to ask you before we talk about the bullpen, if I'd said to you at the start of the year that Alec Manoa was going to be doing what Alec Manoa has done, would you have believed me?
2: Likely not, Jeff, but uh, I'm thrilled at what he's doing. I mean, what he's done is he's really plugged a hole in that starting staff, and, I mean, he couldn't be happier with how he's done this year, that's for sure.
0: All right, you want to talk about the bullpen?
2: Yeah, I just want to talk about the pen, and it just – I don't want to be negative because, I I mean, I'm really hoping that the Jays get some help, but, man, those games earlier in the year that they just flushed down the toilet, so many mm. times and it was just i think that's just gonna end up biting them in the butt at the end of the day it's just oh it's just i think of all the games that i watched and i was just cursing the screen and you're just you know you're just thinking is this going to cost them and it, it just may i hope it doesn't but i'm i'm just thinking about that all the time yeah
0: dan i got it. Th- thanks for the call dan listen kevin i i'll, I'll... <laughs> I gotta tell. I'm gonna. I'm gonna admit some. I'm, I'm watching the game last night in the office, and I thought, and as I'm watching the game, I'm, I'm trying to do a little bit of a deeper dive into the Jays bullpen issues, and just not, you know, not. Uh, I'm not getting really all in. I'm just looking at at where the bullpen was, and if you remember at the start of the year, we were talking about how surprising the bullpen was. I think the bullpen ZRA was like 250 or something like that, and we were talking about what a what a strength this was, considering everything he had gone through. Well, a couple of months later, the bullpen ERA is around 452. There was a point in the season where the Jays' bullpen lost five games for them. One, two, three, four, five. And it was at that point, and I, and I think Dan is absolutely right here, it was at that point, really, where the bullpen issues came home to roost. And this is, I'm not taking anything away from what this team is doing or what they're going to do tomorrow, but... I, I guess it's kind of it's kind of a blessing for me in a way, Kevin. In that I can look at that and say that's why they're not in the playoffs.
1: Well, that's one thousand percent why they're not in the playoffs. I mean, that's or
0: <laughs> that, that's why they won't be in. That that's it, it, it.
1: Everything else is baseball.
0: Springer getting hurt and this guy slumping and this guy having a breakthrough season and 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 all all that other stuff is baseball. But the bullpen has just just devastated this team at that point in the season.
1: Yeah, it has. But it, it, it is it's very easy to look back on that and, and whine and, and yell like Dan said, yell and scream at the at the T V. We've all done that because we want every single win to be a win that's supposed to be a win, but sometimes situations you you put guys in spots who are not supposed to be in those spots. Tenth inning games, you're walking runners in from third base, like with guys that aren't supposed to be out there, that's the the hand they were dealt and you know, you, you take away ten of those losses. Where are they at? They're you know, definitely they're in the first wild card. They're hosting the wild card game. They, mm-hmm. They're probably were fighting for the division, but they're not there. And you just you can almost tip your hat to this team because of the things they went through in their bullpen, where they played their home games. You know, George Springer hasn't been on the field all year, and they're still in it. It just you, look everybody that's involved with this Blue Jays team. You tip your hat to them. You enjoy watching it, and just get used to it because we're going to continue to see it from your, for years to come.
0: All right, I uh, threw out in social media as well that uh, we certainly do wish home plate umpire Chris Guccione well, but any opportunity to get Barker to uh, tell us a minor (laughs) league story, I'm not going to pass that up. And uh, we will have that opportunity to do it when we come back from the break. You're listening to the Blue Jays talk with Blair and Barker brought to you by your Ontario Honda dealers. The Blue Jays just put a gigantic spring in their step in center field. Let's see if it catapults them to the top of the standings. You're home for the Toronto Blue Jays, the Sportsnet Radio Network. All right, welcome back to the Blue Jays Talk with Blair and Barker, brought to you by Ontario Honda dealers. <laughs> At Nationals Park right now, Kyle Schwarber has just made an error. The bases are loaded from the Washington Nationals, it is nothing Red Sox, Ryan Brazier's on the mound, two out in the bottom of the seventh inning, bases loaded. Yeah. And Jordy Mercer Ka- is the end. Kyle Ka- 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 Ka-
1: Schwarber tried to flip a ball to the pitcher with that flat part of the first baseman's mitt. I tried that one time, and Cecil Cooper yelled at me for 15 minutes. Because he says it's just not going to work because it's it's almost impossible when you don't have a rounded glove, right? You know that's why you see infielders all the time trying to form that glove so it's easy to flip it out of the glove. Well, first baseman doesn't have that and it's very hard to do it. And hopefully they're going to pay for it.
0: Four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety star five ninety one triple eight triple six zero five ninety. If you missed it earlier, the Rays put the boots to the New York Yankees twelve two had the fans... Chanting to fire Aaron Boone and may have forced Aaron Boone into going with Garrett Cole tomorrow, as uh, they attempt to, uh, to 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 hang on to hang on to that 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 wild card uh, that wild card spot. All right, very quickly before we get to Sean and Hamilton Shine, just hang on there, Bark. Tell us your Chris Chris Guccione story. Now we hope Chris Guccione was a yeah, yeah. home plate umpire today. He had to leave with a a uh, a heart rate issue and of course we obviously hope that he's uh yeah. that he's doing well he's be, he's got the reputation for actually being a pretty pretty decent dude and a pretty good umpire but he mr is. barker you you've uh well, you came up to the majors with Chris Guccione more than well. Didn't you? Well,
1: not well. Yeah, in, I was in the minor leagues with him, and I used to tell you about the the Paul Tuckett games that yeah you know, the, the 10 a.m. games in Pawtucket. Oh, y'all, right? man, they were awful. They were atrocious, and I used to try and get thrown out of every single one of them. And Chris was umpiring one of the games, and it was the first inning. And this guy, I can't remember who threw it, but he threw a ball right down the middle. And I turned around to Chris and I said, "You have the stupidest hair I've ever seen." He laughed at me, threw me out when I was walking <laughs> when I was walking by him. I had my hand cupped over my mouth and i said it's the best 40 bucks i ever spent because <laughs> he's more jeff he is one of the nicest people in the world and he is a good really good umpire and i just hated playing in those games and he knew it was coming but it, that ball was right down the middle and That's i said great. his hair was stupid and he, he laughed at me threw me out and
0: oh it's amazing how much of that goes on jim Fergus used to talk about <laughs> getting thrown out of games and how there's some umpires, they just knew that he had to do it. And he'd come out and he'd start screaming. And basically he said... I was gesturing and screaming, and what I'm saying is, throw me out, Nasty. You want to get thrown out? Throw me out. I got to do something to light a fire into these guys. Throw me out. All right, well, let's just stand here for a minute and have the argument. And they're going back and forth. Yeah. A couple of F-bombs are dropping and eventually no. just throwing out. Everybody does everybody a solid every now and then.
1: Yeah, well, and there is other umpires that they know you're yelling and screaming at them, so they'll throw you out of those 1030 games. And yep. I have had umpires look right at me and go, if I have to be in this you will too. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Let's go to Sean and
0: Hamilton. What's up, Sean? Thanks for your patience.
3: Hey guys, uh, good to, good to hear your voices and uh, Blue Jays and uh, full compliments in terms of the team camaraderie uh, in terms of telling us what it is. But I guess my biggest point is um, the Blue Jays have just simply been fun. Mm-hmm. And they've, yeah, they just dis- disappointed it in a bit, but they've exceeded, and the growth factor is enormous. And one other team has been this much fun, and here we are on a Saturday night going into a Sunday, and we got a shot. So for all the naysayers and the complainers, I'm just going to say, folks, this has been a great, great ride, and I compliment you guys on bringing us the knowledge of it all. Thanks very much. Thank appreciate.
0: you very much, John. I yeah. appreciate it. Uh, Kevin a, brings like, the knowledge. I just tee it up for him. That's all. I do. Er,
1: every every good show has to have a, a good leader, Jeff. Yeah.
0: This show sometimes flies in the face of that. Uh, Sean nailed it, though.
1: He, he's spot on. Like it's, well, it's fine. Look, I look just, we we, we are we are fortunate enough to know the team a little bit better than most people because we get to talk to the individual and the coaches and. We get to see what they go through and how hard it is to, you know, just just to fit. We're seeing it. We're seeing it with Vladdy. We're seeing it with Teoscar. We're seeing a little bit of that with George. You know, you're seeing Bo have to make adjustments, eliminating the leg kick for two weeks because of Mm -hmm. whatever reason it is. You're seeing that mental grind of the playoff run, and you're seeing all these kids try to make adjustments just to give themselves a chance to help their team. It's yeah, it's something special. And, I, and I've said it, and I'll, I'll continue to say it. That they're going to be better next year because these, these you can't teach experience. And now that they're getting this experience and they smell it and they can taste it and they want to get there every single year, they're going to do everything possible to get there. And I really do think the organization as a whole, who's running the organization gets it, sees it from afar, see that this team can be special for years to come. Man, if you're a Blue Jays fan, it's going to be awesome.
0: Well, that's the thing. I I talked about this yesterday. This team will be a better team. I understand their issues. They, they've got to get Marcus Semyon signed and Robbie Ray. I get that. But this team is positioned right now, I think, to be a better team next year than it was this year, even if it doesn't re-sign those guys. Because I think of the growth we've seen of the players, what we've seen from Alec Manoa, what we've seen from some of the relievers. I mean, I am dying. I am dying to see... And this is almost like a death wish, I admit it. But I'm dying to see Nate Pearson in a leverage yeah. situation one more time this year. Whether it's tomorrow, you ain't gonna, or well, at some other point. Well, it depends on what you I want to see defi-
1: him in a leverage situation. Now, depends maybe
0: on- what they, maybe you go with him in the fourth tomorrow. Who knows?
1: Yeah. What? Yeah. What's your definition of leverage? Like, yeah, it, I got that's not leverage, well, but what is I. That, is I that,
0: what I'm saying is I I'm, I'm, I would be, if this team were to make the playoffs, I'd be keen to see Nate Pearson have to do it in that setting.
1: Look, if he's got 102 in the tank consistently with some brass, I want to see that as much as I can see it. Steven Hamilton.
4: What's up, Steve? Hey, thanks for Andrew for putting me in the lineup, your TV again. And uh, I just wanted to check in with you guys. talked to you in July and we had a conversation where we would be now and we're exactly where everybody decided they would be. Kevin had him at, about well, 90-plus, ninety, plus, ninety one. You were a little under 90.
0: No, I was not. I think I called it 90.
4: <laughs> you, were you there? Were you right there? But, no, uh, I think
0: I said 90. No, I think up. you're right. I think I, I may have said 89 yeah. or something like that. Yeah. yeah.
4: But it's kind of like the whole season played out exactly like I thought it would. We're hunting for a wild card. We're not taking the division. You guys agreed on that. Um, it's been an amazing season. I don't know how many club records we broke and league records. Um, to have 90 wins, um, that that kind of negates the bullpen. They fought back to 90. That will get them in the playoffs, any other division almost. It's been awesome, man. I'm there tomorrow for sure. Awesome. Without another season. But uh, you guys have a great show. It's I, I think it's a, like a national quality broadcast. Thank you. It, it, it's a lot of fun. You got I, I always say you got the French words like for, for panache, you know, <laughs> all that. You well, that is Barker. Barker. But, Barker, uh, is a, yeah. Barker
0: is a. Barker is a multilingualist.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, say thanks for a good season. All right, That's I appreciate awesome.
0: it. Well, hopefully we'll be hopefully hopefully this season will be going for a while longer. Hey, Who knows. What happened in that uh in that their national situation, Barker, while we were talking?
1: oh, it punched out looking stay hot yeah yeah you know me and you were joking back and forth in in the commercial i, I would besides Bell and Soto in their lineup, I would challenge any good baseball fan to name two or three other names in the nationals lineup
0: yeah it is it is pretty much a craptacular lineup um, <laughs> it'd be tough. I mean, that. that that that's 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 really the only way to. It's really the only way to put you it. Take a fastball
1: right down the middle with the bases loaded.
0: Yeah, it. Well, I mean, look, you're getting a little bit of help from the Rays, maybe the Angels. You're not. You're, you're probably not going to get any help from the Washington Nationals. Um, you know, put yourself in the Nationals' position too.
1: Uh, you know. Okay, why don't you flip it on to the Red Sox side too? They've only scored one run. They only scored four runs yesterday. It's yeah, not like they're they only tearing it up.
0: Yeah, but they only have to. All right. I mean, that's all that that that's all they have to do, right? That's all they have to do to. Uh, uh, and and I don't listen. I don't know how this is going to turn out tomorrow. I really don't. I I I will say this. I think I I I don't think the two teams that are currently in the wild card are both going to make it. I think either the Red Sox or the Yankees. Are gonna fall out of this thing. That's just that's a gut. I think one and that means either Toronto or Seattle gets in at, in some way, whether that's through a one game playoff or, or, or whatever. I just it's it just seems like it's setting up. It seems like it's setting up that way. If you're the Blue Jays, yeah, all
1: you gotta do is just go out and win.
0: Yeah, well, Absolutely. they got
1: they, they they got their pitching all lined up the way they want to. Every single one of their bullpen arms that matter are well rested, and if you need Robbie Ray, he could pitch tomorrow too.
0: Yeah. Now, as I said, I, for for a team that went through everything the Jays have gone through this year, this, this is about – uh, the only way this could be any better, any setup any better for you, is you've either won the division or you've already got the wild card spot. Like, this is a pretty good place to be if you yep. are
1: – Well, the only reason the they're not in the playoffs right now is because they play in the American League East. End of story.
0: <laughs>
5: yep.
1: Yeah. Could be a
0: bunch of teams – Couple of teams, maybe not a bunch of teams. Get teams with 90 wins in the American League Geese, not make the playoffs. Yeah. 416-870-0590, Star 590, Back to the phone lines. This is the Blue Jays talk with Blair and Barker, brought to you by your Ontario Honda Dealers. Fled the Impaler, Vlad the Destroyer, Vlad the Conqueror, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and the Toronto Blue Jays play here on the Sportsnet Radio Network. As so a reminder about tomorrow, we will be on the air from 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern Time with Blair and Barker, the pregame show right up to uh, first pitch. We'll be on after the show as well, and we'll take your calls following the final game of the regular season, and maybe we'll be looking ahead to a game 163 or to, well, who knows what we could be looking ahead to. Yeah. Maybe we'll be starting the post-mortem, but uh, we will do that tomorrow immediately following uh, the Jays game. If the Jays do continue, we will be on, Blair and Barker will be on 5-7. to seven. Uh, if the Jays are out, we will be on from 10 to 12 in the morning Monday. So, and we'll be doing that for the duration. So that'll be basically the time slot. Will depend on on what season it is, and that that's kind of the way it's going to be going forward for us. So again, two hours tomorrow, plus a post game, and uh, we'll play everything else as it goes along. 416 Four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety. Star five ninety one triple eight triple six zero five ninety. The Blue Jays today set a club record with two hundred, hitting their two hundred fifty eighth home run. They have seven hitters with twenty plus home runs. That's tied for the most in franchise history. We talked about Alec Manoa. He has one hundred and twenty seven strikeouts. That are the most in a player's first twenty games in franchise history. Juan Guzman had 106. It was his fourth strikeout with 10 or more, stri- or his fourth start with 10 or more strikeouts. That's more than any other rookie in Jay's history. Uh, and uh, so, and uh, as we mentioned about Vladdy Jr., I think we mentioned this a little earlier, he had his 47th home run of the year. That tied the great Eddie Matthews, who also had 47 home runs in 1953 for the most homers in his season by a player 22 or younger. Now, Kevin, we also saw Vladdy appear to tweak something going into second base later in the game. The Jays left him in the game, played defense, took him out. Uh, I, I believe in the last inning and I, I, you know, we've talked about this. I, I, it's pretty clear. I think that Vladdy isn't a hundred percent. I'm not going to make anything more out of it than that. We'll see at the mm-hmm. end of the season where he is, but, uh, not to take anything away from what happened today because just about everybody contributed rare 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 time we've seen the jays put up 10 runs when marcus Semyon doesn't really have a hand in things
1: yeah well the the big guys stepped up we joe siddle said that on the tv side i've been saying that for two weeks now that if they want to go where they ultimately want to go it's not about the bottom of the order it's about the top of the order and Again, it's you need these guys to round into form. I know there was only two or three games left, but you can still have separation in your swing. You can still look like you have a good approach, have a good idea, have a plan before you're walking to the plate. And if they have all those things, because they have more talent than most lineups, they're going to have success doing it. And, oh, by the way, you're facing the worst team in baseball, which doesn't hurt either, but – you still got to go out there and beat him. You still got to go out there and play good baseball. You got to run the bases the right way. You got to get hits when you're supposed to get them. And tomorrow's going to be an interesting day because Charlie's going to come into play. Not, that's not a knock on Charlie, but if Ryu is, say, bad at the top of the first inning, what do you do? That's the question. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see it. Yeah. I think your, your leashes, I don't first even know inning? If you
0: have, you got to win the game. It, tomorrow you, tomorrow you do what you have to do to win the game. I, I'll just tell you, me. There's only one pitcher who doesn't pitch tomorrow, and that's Barrios. I mean, if you have to have Robbie Ray use this, Alec throw Mano day, is not pitching either. Though. I'm sorry, Alec Manoa. Correct. Obviously, yeah. other than today's starter, but that's it. The the, the guys I'm not using are Manoa and Barrios. That's 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 just simply it. And uh, and and Robbie Ray, I, I know Dan and, and, and Tabby mentioned this. It is his day to throw in the bullpen. He could probably give you 14 maybe 14 to 18 pitches. That is a last resort. That to me is almost extra innings. I got that. That's the way I look at it. I think you have to be uh, a little more. Uh, I think you have, to, you have to be a little more realistic than that. George Springer had quite a day. Four for five, a home run, a lot of first pitch swinging early from Kevin. You talked about a jump on John means right away. He's always around the strike zone. The Jays, mm-hmm. That, that was that was clearly the plan of attack. Uh, you knew the guy was going to be around the strike zone. They jumped on it. George Springer, four for five. He's got 20 home runs and limited playing time. I think Dan Schulman said he did the numbers. He's hitting like 500, basically, in the last week, week and a half or something like that. Some, some, outrageous, some outrageous number. Uh, George Springer chatted with Hazel May immediately following the game.
6: George Springer is one of five Blue Jays to hit a home run this afternoon. You've been on quite a little tear lately. What have you liked about the way you've approached your at bats, George?
1: Uh, Just not trying to do too much, you know. I know who's up behind me. I got a guy that just set the homer record for second baseman. The MVP, Vladdy Guerrero. I mean, you know, makes my job a little bit easier.
6: Let's talk about vladdy your dugout dance partner you told me back at spring training if you were to describe him in one word it would be impressive now that you've seen him an entire season what would you say about vladdy
1: uh mvp
6: i can't let you go without asking you about alec manoa outstanding one hit over seven strong innings and enough league george almost a decade you've seen a lot of rookie pitchers what's impressive about alec manoa
1: everything um he's i mean he's poised he has fun he competes he's a dog up there i mean he goes out there every time he gives us 150 percent. he never shuts up and everyone loves
6: it everyone loves the fact that this ball club has set a franchise record for most home runs in a single season with 258. What is it like to be part of such a potent lineup?
1: Uh, it's awesome. I mean, this is fun. Everybody works hard every single day. Go out there, have a good quality at bat, and I mean, you know, homers are fun, so we like hitting them.
6: What are you doing tomorrow at 3 o'clock?
1: We got a game to win, so we need everybody here in Lau.
6: All right, get out of here. George Springer and the Blue Jays getting ready for a big series finale here at Rogers Center. Guys, I send it back to you.
0: That may be the only time today somebody got George Springer out. That's <laughs> not true. There was one other out. He went four for five. So uh, that was uh, George Springer talking to uh, Hazel yeah. May. Again, 416-870-0590, star 591 0590, Kevin uh, Barker alongside Jeff Blair. Uh, the Jays have now. Well, I got to rephrase this. Uh, this is from, from Dan uh, during the telecast. The Colorado Rockies were the last team, the 1966, 1996 Colorado Rockies. I do remember the 66 Rockies, though. Anyhow, the 1996 Colorado Rockies were the last team to hit as many first pitch home runs. As this Blue Jays team, Kevin, we saw them be aggressive again today. Dante Bichette was part of that Colorado Rockies team. Do you think that in this 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 aggressiveness we're seeing on the part of the Blue Jays, I'm not saying it's this guy's responsibility. This guy's responsibility. We know Guillermo Martinez is a hitting coach, but do you think that that's that's kind of part of their DNA that maybe it comes from 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 Dante?
1: Yeah, maybe. I I think it's a great approach. I think there's not working pitchers anymore. The the way the the teams use their bullpen, what's the point in going up and taking pitches, working counts. There's no point in that. If you get a good pitch to hit early in the count, that's that could be the only good one that you get the entire at bat and it does put a ton of pressure on the opposing pitcher to oh oh right out the get have to make a perfect pitch because they know that, you know, that, that lineup's not gonna take any any flack and, and they're gonna go up and have quality at bat after quality of bat. But it's just listening to George talk there, you know, hitting home runs is fun. I've I've never hit as many as he's hit at the big league level. And and the the Blue Jays having an open mic there so the fans can hear their yeah, favorite players great. talk and, and Hazel answer, asking questions and, and just interaction with the fans, that for me is one of the best things the Blue Jays organization's done. That, that is cool. Every time I hear that, I've heard that twice now, and both yeah. times I've heard it just give me cold chills. So I wanted to throw that out there. But – Look, there's a reason why you bat George Springer leadoff. I know you've said it, and I said it a little that, you know, occasionally when a guy's just not 100%, there might be a better option. Well, if I ever say that again, throw something at me. Mm. He, he he just brings it. Like, you can tell when any pitcher, I don't care who it is. Now, I know the Yankees had a bunch of really good right-handed arms, especially coming out of that pen, that they, they could get after some good right-handed hitters, but – you know, it, most of the time it is. You could just tell it's a whole. It's just the the quality of the the pitches that these pitchers have to make when George Springer walks to the plate the first the first inning, and from there on is second to none. And that's why you pay him book's of money.
0: Right now, the Boston Red Sox have two on, two out in the top of the eighth. They are leading the Washington Nationals one nothing. Uh, spare yourself. <laughs> it's just <laughs> gruesome. I, I swear to God, Bark, this is the word this is more gruesome than watching the Blue Jays play. Yeah, you know, what I mean by that is yeah. this is more frustrating. Makes uh, me want to kick in my no. screen compared to watching the Blue Jays play. This yeah, is you... like this is like running out a triple A team. In uh, in a me and there's nothing. That, look, this is this is what the Nationals are. They they are what they are. They, they, it's not like it's the they're doing
1: this deliberately,
0: but it is the it it's it, it has to be the worst lineup in baseball.
1: Yeah, it's not very good, but the 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 Red Sox aren't aren't been hit, hitting the cover off the baseball either. You can see, you know, Alexander Bogarts is the wrong guy to have up right now with two outs yes. in, in the eighth inning with first and second. He's yeah, you know, anybody that's ever listened to me talk knows that. I, I really appreciate guys that know when when it push comes to shove, having that at bat when it matters the most. You know, you can poop on the RBI all you want. Those are people that have never tried to get one. And big situations like this, guys that can control their heartbeat and not expand and have a quality at bat. It's those are the guys that I want on my team. But yeah, it's look the the Red Sox. You can tell as a whole lineup too. They're, they're pressing. They're trying too hard. They're gripping the bat a little too tight. They're expanding. Not not all of them, but. Some most of them are right now they feel the pressure too just like everybody else
0: uh daryl in toronto we'll get to you for a minute i do want to hear from charlie montoyo who addressed the media after the game and talked specifically about his pitching plans for tomorrow with hyunjin ryu getting the start
5: i'm just wondering uh for tomorrow uh for hyunjin ryu just given the fact he's one start back from the il are there any restrictions on him tomorrow and are you expecting to have uh, Barrios and other guys perhaps available in the bullpen?
3: I mean, just because what Manoa did today, our bullpen is fresh, you know, and if I have to use Romano for four outs again, five outs, I will, you know, Mace is fresh, you know, Simber's fresh, Trevor Trevor Richards is fresh. So like, I don't feel like I have to use Barrios because our bullpen is fresh, you know, Pearson, so So we're good to go, you know, and. And let me get this out, man. 90 wins in the American League East after playing on the road for the first whatever 200 and whatever days—it's impressive, man. This team deserves so much credit, and we're gonna go all the way to the 162. I'm so proud of these guys. I don't know if you guys were gonna ask me that, but I just—I just gotta get it out. It's—it's it's unbelievable what these guys done. I'm so proud of them. It's—it's not—it's great.
0: That was Toronto Blue Jays manager Charlie Montoyo. And and that is something we need we do need to keep in mind when we're talking about this team at the end of the year. Uh, they played a bunch of games in a minor league ballpark. And they let me rephrase that. They had to pitch a bunch of games in a minor yeah. league ballpark. Let me because they, you know, they, there's two sides of the coin.
1: They didn't have a bunch of pitchers lose their mind too trying to keep the ball in nope. the yard and make quality pitches we know for a fact that Ryu went outside the box and didn't throw his best pitches because of where he was pitching like mm-hmm. that's to, to even say that that where they're at now is I don't want to say it's a miracle because their lineup is second to none but you know it takes all three uh, facets of the game to to make the playoffs yeah. and when you're trying to go outside the box and do different things, that you, you, there's so many people to give credit to. We don't have time on this show to sit here and name every single one of them. But it's – Charlie's right. Like it's – you know, and tomorrow – listen, you, you said this, what, maybe a couple of days ago, three or four days ago, that this was the biggest game that Charlie's ever managed. Well, tomorrow will be. Because there will be that time early in the game where Ryu is ah, – or the next guy this. that comes in is ah, – what do you do? I –
0: don't think tomorrow is the biggest game Charlie's managed because huh. even if it all goes according to plan, they're still going to need help. This may be a game where Charlie can absolutely not make a mistake, but this is, again, the uh, not beating the Yankees has put you in a position where you could manage the perfect game tomorrow. And it yep. may not matter. Now I'm hoping I'm we're all hoping that that, that, that it that, that it does matter. And clearly as as you know, the the Jays will start the game tomorrow with a chance. They will start the game tomorrow with a chance to go into the wild card. So mm-hmm. you know, that's what you ask. But I don't know, I, I think when we look back a little we'll, we'll there are a couple of other games, a couple of other decisions that uh, that, that this manager made that we'll look at and think that um, think that they turned out pretty well. I will tell you this. I, w- I will absolutely tell you this. If, in fact, this team does, does somehow get into the playoffs, I understand that the high-performance department will have a big say or had a big say in how George Springer was used. But if this team does, in fact, get in the playoffs and George Springer's on a roll, at some point somebody's at least got to look at Charlie and say, you know what? the guy had a had an all-star player in the first year of a massive contract basically be hurt all year playing with the knee brace and Charlie and and the other folks did what they had to do to keep him healthy in the in, down the stretch and and I think we'll look back at some of those decisions and say that those were the biggest decisions made Daryl in Toronto you got the last call here how you doing my friend
5: hey guys how you doing Thanks You're doing for well. uh, taking my call. You know what? While I've got Kevin Barker on the line, I'm just going to tell him, Kevin, I love your wife. I may not love <laughs> her as much as you, but make no mistake, I do love her. I appreciate anyway. that. I'm sure she does
4: too.
5: <laughs> she's awesome. Um, and by the way, this the young guys that have been doing this Jays talk uh, this year have been doing a good job, but this, this thing with you guys kind of reminds me of Jay's talk with Wilner and Jeff. You know that's a compliment.
0: Uh, well, I'm going to take it as one, and uh, yeah. and and I I do have to. I, I'm glad you mentioned Josh and Rob, um, who who did the uh, the Jay's talk before, because yeah, it's uh, it's been quite a season to say the least, and uh, there's been a lot to talk about. A lot of it good and a lot of it just kind of weird. It's been a weird yeah. – what can I say? I, I just – you know, I want the whole pandemic and everything to be over because 2021 has been weird. It, it's yeah. been as weird as last year was, maybe even weirder in some ways. So you yeah. want to talk
5: about uh, – but thank yeah. you for well, the kind I, words. Yeah, I'll tell you what I wanted to ask about. In recent years, a lot of organizations have had young, hot pitchers on a innings count and have shut guys down. And have you? Because you're kind of both of you are kind of on the inside to know to talk to guys within management of this organization. Has there ever been talk of of innings count with Manoa this year? And remember how Washington shut down what's his name? Steven and they were ready to go to the World Series? Yeah. Oh my God! Remember, remember,
0: re- remember the drama around Aaron Sanchez when he was here in in in, in 2015. You know, are, are they going to shut him down? Does he have an innings limit? Now, uh, Daryl, thanks for the call. It's, it's, it's a really good point. We're up against the clock here. And, Bark. I want you to explain it because you were very early. I was on the whole got to watch, watch the pitches, got to watch the high-stress situations. You were very early. Well, what were you saying about Manoa? You looked at the size of the dude and said, let him go.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and he's young enough, too, that, that him throwing – even if he had to throw 150 innings this year, so what? Like, it's – that that for me, you look at the kid. You look at how he makes his starts. How does it look? Is he working hard? Is he really mechanically off enough that he has to labor through every single inning he's throwing? That's not Alec Manoa. And that's what I meant by his size is he has enough finish. Now, he can work on that, and I really do think he needs a windup. I think he would be unbelievable, especially first time through an order, to have a little bit more deception with the windup. Just that that could get him a little deeper in games, but that's you know that probably wistful thinking because he's had such a good year. Why rock the boat? I just look. It's is he a number one? I'm not real sure he's there yet, but I know he he can turn the corner and be better. Be better at reading bats. You know he he threw a eight hole hitter today, a a three two curveball or three two slider when he just threw a three one fastball right by him up five runs. That for me is a learning experience. You don't do that. You come right after the guy because you just made him look silly on a straight heater. So it's little things like that that I think you can get better at. But man. I, why, why would you even sit down and think about holding him back, putting reins on a. You know, you don't put a saddle on a stallion, do you? Why are you going to do that to Alec <laughs> and Noah? No, it's.
0: Uh, and I also think that uh, the, the other thing that happened, too, is because. I mean, because of last year, because of the lack of a minor league season, you know, the, the fact of the matter is a lot of these guys were doing stuff down in at at the alternate site that, you know, we just didn't know what they were doing. And I, I, I keep thinking back to Josh Palacios talking about, you know, for some of us, it was a good experience because we got to work on things and you didn't have the pressure of having to win a game. And, and I think maybe part of that happened with uh, with Alec Manoa as well. You know, just a chance to kind of learn a bit about yourself, maybe figure some things out mechanically. Uh, But, but yeah, I, and and then I think also, you know what? Sometimes you just, you get that guy, Kevin, who's, he's a freaking horse and, 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 and that's all there is to it. This guy is, this
1: guy is a beast. Today is the biggest start he's ever had. Look, look how he acted. Look how deliberate he was. I mentioned that. You even mentioned that. Look at his rhythm and his timing and, and look how under control he was. Mm-hmm. The Young guys who sometimes let the moment get a little bit too big and are trying too hard. Was that him today? Absolutely yeah. not. That's my point is you, you just can see it. And, you know, guys that you know you have to take a step back with and, and keep under control, you do it. Alec Manoa, for me, is not that guy.
0: And I'm going to tell you this, too. I wonder if Nate Pearson hasn't seen, you know, we talked about they, they were together in AAA for a while, and there was a reason for that. It was basically Alec Manoa and Nate Pearson together. The organization wanted to, wanted to prime the pump a little bit. I wonder if maybe what Alec Manoa isn't doing hasn't maybe rubbed off on Nate Pearson a little bit. Nate Pearson is looking there now and going, there's no point trying to compare me to Robbie Ray or any of these other guys, but there's a big, doesn't throw as hard as me, but there's a big dude coming out of college. Maybe that has had a role in, 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 in Nate Pearson settling down, by the way, in Washington, one, nothing still Ryan Zimmerman has just hit a one out double. So the nationals may have something going Uh, Ryan Zimmerman, at second, Lane Thomas at the plate. Adam Ottavino in the ma- on the mound. One nothing for the Red Sox right now. Again, uh, bottom of the eighth inning, one out. So uh, we'll uh, well, we're going to be leaving here in a few minutes. But uh, you can go to Sportsnet and watch the game. The game is on right now. It's going to be wall to wall baseball on Sportsnet. Uh, you will also get a chance to see the Mariners and the Angels. I think it's at nine thirty Eastern. That game goes. So this, this oh, this would be a man. I, I, if the Red Sox, the Yankees, and the Mariners lose tonight, Barker, I I think Chaos. It's pretty much, you punch the Jays Chaos. ticket at that point. If that's gonna happen, if that's gonna happen, then the baseball gods are are, are absolutely cheering for you. So again, to wrap up, the final score was ten one for the Blue Jays over the Orioles. The team has set a club record for most home runs. Vladdy tied Eddie Matthews' record for most home runs for a player under the age of 22. George Springer was four for five. Alec Manoa, 10 Ks. He absolutely dominated the Baltimore Orioles. And that means tomorrow, 307 first pitch. Hyun Jin Ryu on the mound. The Jays still have a shot. Still have a shot. At a playoff spot. That's right. Game 162. As meaningful as any other game. I mean, We've talked about wanting meaningful baseball in September. Meaningful baseball in September is great. <clears throat> but I'll tell you what. It's nothing like having meaningful baseball in October. We will be on the air tomorrow at 1 o'clock. With a special two-hour edition of Blair and Barker. The pre-game show. We will also be on following the game ben wagner will join us after the game we will take your calls and then we'll wait and see where we go from there so for all of us here at jay's talk for ben and everybody else involved in the broadcast i'm jeff blair thanks for joining us 307 first pitch tomorrow one o'clock pregame show You've been listening to the Blue Jays Talk, sponsored by your Ontario Honda dealers.